0: Are you curious about, interested in, or working within the field of anesthesiology and you are a woman, person of color, or otherwise do not fit the stereotypical image of what an anesthesiologist looks like, then this is the podcast for you. We will discuss what life is like on the other side of the blue drape for us. Issues most relevant, such as what is anesthesia really? And we're not talking textbook definition. Tips for applying, success in residency, life as an attending, and beyond. Join us each week as we take a dive into this rich and often misunderstood field. This is your host, Dr. Alicia Peterson, and welcome to SIVO Sisters. This past weekend, was an emotional roller coaster. As a supporting faculty member, I feel exhausted from all the festivities. So I know y'all who are actually in the match are just completely emotionally fried. Uh, and it was not an easy match for anesthesiology. The NRMP reported 1,609 positions offered for a total. 2,959 applicants. That's nearly two applicants for every one position. Meanwhile, emergency medicine had over 500 unfilled spots. This has been a crazy match season. In this episode, we're going to cover three do's and don'ts post-match. You are about to embark on a life-changing experience. Don't make it harder for yourself by committing these mistakes. Please do not be out in these streets trying to buy a house. I have classmates, co residents to this day who are still shouldering the mortgages from the houses they bought during their intern year and residency. It's really not worth the time or the headache. You're committing to your residency program, you're committing to your family and friends. The last thing you need is a binding financial commitment on top of all of that. There is nothing wrong with renting. It gives you flexibility, which is really what you need right now. Rent for at least a year. Going through all four seasons, if your city has four seasons, and explore the different neighborhoods during the brief periods of free time you may have. Intern year and residency are going to be incredibly illuminating. It'll answer those questions of, do you like the choice that you made? Will life require that you take time away from your program due to some unforeseen life event? I mean, you don't know what the future is going to carry. So avoiding financial commitments on top of that really would be the best thing for you. Other classmates are probably talking about buying. Resist the urge to follow the pack. Do start selling your stuff. As much as you think you're going to pick up that netter or that pharmacology textbook, you won't. And you shouldn't because your residency program will provide you a library of books, resources for anesthesiology, do not pack your med school books. Sell them. Do not start studying. You're not going to retain anything useful right now. Now is the time to make the most out of the space you have with your loved ones. Because this going to get real in July. Start now and setting good habits for yourself, like eating good food and sleeping and socializing. Set the habits now so that when you are in residency and intern year, you can just go on autopilot with taking care of yourself. It's not something that you have to to rack your brain about because you've never exercised before. Do connect with your co-residents. Reach out to your program coordinator if you have not already been provided the email addresses to your classmates. Medicine, just like life, is a team sport. Start forming relationships now. I had did a pediatric preliminary year, and so I didn't connect with my anesthesiology residents until I was about to start my CA one year. And that was tough. I did not establish any friendships prior to the residency. So it made that training that much harder to get to know the co-residents as well as do all the things that I have to do as a resident. So even if you're doing a preliminary year somewhere else, do not forget to connect with the residents in your anesthesiology program. Do not sign up for gym membership no recurrent memberships of any kind. Remember, we don't want any financial commitments right now. You do not have extra money to blow because odds are you're going to be in the hospital. And when you get out, you're going to need to sleep and nourish and spend the little free time you have de-stressing. So to obligate yourself to a gym membership or some kind of extensive art classes or whatever is not a good use. Um, You're gonna literally watch that money just fly out the window because you're not gonna be able to commit to anything outside of your training program right now. So use this time to decrease your reliance on a gym. Buy a jump rope, a kettlebell, Start walking around outside, running, do a follow-along YouTube workout, find out what works for you. You need regular exercise for your physical and mental health, and we don't want to be tethered to a gym for you to be able to get the benefits of exercise. I know personally, too, I mean, I didn't feel like going to the gym after work. I just, I just didn't. So what did I do? I started to run after work, right after work, before dinner, and it really was clutch. And the running, I started by just running for 10 minutes. you can you can take 10 minutes out of your day and do something for you. And it eventually grew towards you know 30 minutes, but it was a, ten minutes was my start. And it was wonderful. I, I just being on the street, Allowing nature to wash over me, allowing my mind to just focus on my breath, leaving all that hospital drama behind me. I mean, you have got to find what works for you because otherwise, if you don't, it's going to be your de stress routine is going to look like, you know, maybe ice cream, wine some kind of fatty food, and it'll only make you feel more tired and gross. And the final do, do have faith in the process. You are exactly where you need to be. And for those of you who continue to be unmatched in a to a program, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. And you are not being punished, I promise. It's hard to know how pivotal this will play for you down the line. But know that this outcome of being unmatched right now is intended to strengthen you and and guide you towards where you're supposed to be. You know, as I said earlier, the anesthesiology match was incredibly difficult this year. So many outstanding candidates did not end up with a spot. The AAMC predicts a shortage of anesthesiologists by 2034. Um, however, you know, it makes you question, well, do we really have a shortage? Because there isn't a lack of competent physicians. You know, I just mentioned we have a, a, a bunch of outstanding candidates uh, who were unmatched to a program. So, I mean, really, the issue is more or less the lack of training programs, the lack of spots in those training programs, we don't have a lack of competent physicians. You know, our system really does need to change. But in the interim, for those of you who are unmatched, notify your dean and your medical school faculty, allow your community to alert you to opportunities such as doing research during this time. You have nothing to be embarrassed about. So in conclusion, the do nots. Do not buy a house. Do not start studying. Do not sign up for gym memberships or any recurrent memberships. Remember, we do not want binding financial commitments. Do sell your stuff <laughs> and do connect with your co-residents. Have faith in the process. We will end this episode in the words of Jack Canfield. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sivo Sisters. If you love this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you don't miss out. New episodes drop every week on a Monday. Because we all can use a little something, something to get us through the week. Am I right? I'd love to hear more from you on the topics that you want to hear. So let me know in the comments. This is Dr. Peterson signing off. See you next time.